Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Justin Manter, and this is History and Coffee, a podcast where I unpack historical events, giving you a quick snapshot into the lives of those in history. On this podcast, we will look at historical events from interesting and new perspectives. Along the way, I will be joined with some friends who share my love for history. Whether you are a total history nerd or feel that history was the most boring class in school, I hope you can take away from this listening experience the art of historical inquiry and the ability to dig into the past and understand who we are as humans. I hope you enjoy this episode of History and Coffee, and with that, let's begin Episode 1, Patriot vs. Loyalist. I'ma tell you about a woman whose heart is sunshine, whose body burn hot. I'ma tell you about a woman whose cold is tundra, with some frozen eyes. I can tell by the way she moves, that she cares and it's lovely too. I'ma tell you about a story of a broken man, how it began, how it ends, but he didn't understand. It's all love Welcome to episode one. Patriot versus Loyalist. When most Americans think of the American Revolution, what probably comes to mind are the slew of events like the dumping of English tea into the Boston Harbor, the battles of Lexington and Concord, and Washington's famous crossing of the Delaware. What about the average, everyday person caught in the midst of the Revolution? What did the average colonial think of the events undergoing around them? I want to look at this dynamic to kick off our first episode. At the dawn of the American Revolution, most of the people living in the 13 colonies considered themselves to be British under the power of King George III. Before the first shot was fired, colonists debated and argued with each other as to whether the colonists should break from their mother country, Great Britain. This conflict pitted neighbor against neighbor and brother against brother. The war for independence was, in fact, a civil war. Okay, so some key terms for this period that are probably really helpful to understand is the term loyalist or Tory. Um, A loyalist or a Tory is a colonist who supported Great Britain and wanted to see the colonies remain a part of the empire. At the end of the war, most of these pretty much all of them, became refugees and were forced to leave America. Another term is either rebels or patriots. And these are people who are colonists that supported colonial independence from Great Britain. So this is where many of the famous patriots would fall under. Thomas Jefferson, Samuel Adams, John Adams, Patrick Henry, Thomas Paine, and George Washington. Now, choosing a side severed many relationships in the colonies. Friendships were broken and families were split. However, one such example from Timothy Pickering Jr., an adjunct general in Washington's Continental Army, shows his disagreement with his loyalist father in 1778. Timothy Pickering Jr. writes, When I look back on past time, I regret our difference of sentiment in great as well as sometimes in little politics, as it was a deduction from the happiness otherwise that have been enjoyed. He goes on to write, 
You had always too much regard to freedom in thinking and the rights of conscience to lay upon me any injunctions which could interfere with my own opinion of what was my duty. Often I have thanked my Maker for the greatest blessing of my life, your example and instructions in all of the duties I owe to God and my neighbor. So this is really cool because it looks at how relationships were very complicated during this time. Very quickly, the stability of America was under attack, and not all colonists felt oppressed by British rule. But those who were loyal to the British sometimes experienced extreme consequences. Thomas Jones, a loyalist who fled England in 1781, described the evacuation of loyalists from Charleston. He writes, Their fears and apprehensions were soon realized. No sooner had the evacuation taken place at Charleston than the rebels, like so many furies or rather devils, entered the town and a scene ensued, the very repetition of which is shocking to the ears of humanity. The loyalists were seized, hove into dungeons, prisons, and provosts, some were tied up and whipped, others were tarred and feathered. Some were dragged to horse ponds and drenched till near death. The reality that faced both patriot and loyalists was far more gruesome than how it's romanticized today. And it's easy to forget the means it took to establish a free and independent United States. It might have been worth splitting, the fam splitting families and friendships and pitting neighbor versus neighbor. The Patriots were fighting an idealistic war. The revolution was less about taxes than it was of local autonomy and the principles of liberty and republicanism. But in the words of Thomas Paine, the sun never shined on a greater worth. The American Revolution was a war of idealism. And I want to close this episode with John Adams' observation of the revolution. He wrote, But what do we mean by the American Revolution? Do we mean the American War? The Revolution was effected before the war commenced. The Revolution was in the minds and of the hearts of the people, a change in their religious sentiments, of their duties and obligations. This radical change in principles, opinions, sentiments, and affections of the people was the real American Revolution. Thank you for listening to this podcast of History and Coffee. If you enjoyed this show, please like and share it with your friends. Thank you again so much for listening and stay awesome.